Good afternoon and welcome to the roundtable live and local. My name is Chuck. I'm with Triumph Entertainment and I'm sitting down today with two gentlemen that are going to go over basically the start of their careers from the very beginning from high school to now. And uh, to my right, I have Pat, Pat Lobster. How you doing? And to my left, I have Pat's buddy Kip. <laughs> Kip Forbes. So, before we started this afternoon, uh, Pat and I actually started down a road that uh, was basically where we were gonna start anyway. And that's you guys are originally from. We're from Lock Haven. You know, we grew up there. Uh, well, Kip didn't wasn't born there but we met in high school and stuff like right. that and we had a band called mausoleum where we actually broke our cherry here in harrisburg because we came down if anyone remembers uh studio 21 we came that came down from lock haven in yeah. our big black school bus <laughs> sideways down the mountain. Yeah. you know we came down here and played studio 21 so in yeah. high school you guys what high school did you guys go to lock haven lock haven Okay. Now, Lockhaven when we talk high. about Lock Haven, people have a general idea, but I've been there, and how big is it? Uh, you know, but we're talking like when I was in high school there, you're probably talking like maybe 15,000 people. I look at it like 20. this. It's like you take Mechanicsburg and throw it out in the woods. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Maybe about that size. But it's beautiful up there. It sure yeah. is, yeah. yeah. It is beautiful up there. Yeah. But in, in, in your instance, to play music, I remember Kip telling me a story where his track coach said, we're going to run track. And he's like, I can't, well, I got to get how it really went shock. It was, how was... <laughs> <laughs> how'd that go? The track meet was running late and I had a gig in Williamsport at the time. And, uh, you know, it was, I was going to go get paid. So see you later. And he didn't like it. So that was the end of my track career. Now, how old are you? How old were you then? I was a senior in high school. So, did you always play bass? Yeah. Well, no, I started out early playing saxophone in elementary school and into high school, junior high. And then after ninth grade, I was like, I can't do it anymore. And uh, so my parents were like, you're going to keep playing music. And I knew a bunch of guitar players and drummers. And so I figured I'd just pick up the bass and went on from there. How'd you meet Pat? Well, I, mean, I, think, I, think, I think it was probably... It was in my parents' garage or basement. It, it was, but I think it more had something to do with Sweet Leaf. Sweet Leaf? Yes. The song? <laughs> no. The leaf. Uh, 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 I don't even know what you're talking about. <laughs> okay, you, but you're right. Yes, we did meet, We did get together in your basement. I, I thought it was when you used to say, hey, Pat, can you go give me a case of beer? I remember oh, very well. Later on. I remember that basement very well, actually. I can yeah. almost see it right now. Yeah, my I really parents. can, yep. My poor well, how about when you used to come to my house? Oh yeah, and, and they drop you off, and you know we used to, you know, that's vinyl back then. So we let's get together and we'll learn some tunes. So you know, you get the needle and you stick it on the vinyl. Yeah. <laughs> it's like you know, metal no, hot, yeah, metal hot. <laughs> Mine was um, King Biscuit Flower Hour. Oh yeah, that I remember that. That was great. That was awesome. It's kind of like the Headbangers Ball of records. Right on, right on, yeah. So going from that point, how do you guys discuss being in a band? Uh, well, you know, actually, I my, I have a cousin who was very good. He's a very good musician. He called me up one day. Hey, do you know any freaking bass players? And I said, yes, I do. 
and I mentioned Kip, and that's what brought him to that band. Yeah, because I've been playing with Sue you know, Bloom and Williams yeah. before. I mean, I started playing with her. I was 15, doing some shows, and I was like, this is the best, you know. And then, like you said, Todd got a hold of me, Pat's cousin, and he's like, hey, I'm putting together a band similar to what I was doing with Sue Bloom. <clears throat> and uh, this was the beginning of my senior year, so pretty much my, every weekend I was playing bars with his cousin, and we actually had Pat's little brother, Hugh. He was roadieing <laughs> for us. It was uh, it was some crazy times, but I mean back then it was uh, yeah. you know there was a lot of places to play. You know they paid about what they pay now, <laughs> and uh, you know yeah. but, but you got free booze. You know here I am, seventeen, eighteen, just partying it up. You know it was oh it was awesome. So people that know you now though know the type of music you play now. What did you what type oh, yeah. of music did you play that? Well, I was in Mausoleum at the time, right? When you know I mentioned uh, my cousin about Kip. You know, but eventually, you know, we needed a new bass player, Moz Liam, and I said, "Well, I got a guy." Yeah, and I've always, I was <laughs> you know? always a huge yeah, fan. Yeah, he was. Of he Liam. was always. I used to go on roadie with yeah, you guys. Yeah, absolutely. And, yeah, help you guys out. And, you know. Yeah, so when I got the chance, I was like, "Heck yeah, let's do it!" And we did all original music. Yeah, like we did. Do, we did do some covers, from... but it was obscure stuff like yeah. "Living Death" yeah. and oh, stuff my, like oh, that. My. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. But we were pretty much an original band, and we, you know, we were we, pretty excited about yeah. it. We thought we the were... radio station. We took over that night, and they played the Spectre uh, that we wrote. How about the radio stations? Mark Williams. Yeah. Oh yeah. Awesome. That was yeah. great. They even, we'd walk in with a case of beer. <laughs> Now you, what, what was that? WSQV? Uh, SQV, I believe. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You had said something about when you first came down here, you had a choice. You could either go to Boston. Yes. Or Harrisburg. Well, my yes. parents wanted to get me out of town, and <laughs> yeah. they so offered they me a ride town. somewhere. <laughs> and I said, "Well, you got to take Pat too." And they're like, "That's not a problem." I think his parents want to get rid of him too. But uh, yeah, so we had a friend that lived in Boston at the time. We're like, we should just go up there, and then we're like, well. You know, we also had an offer, the drummer in Mausoleum. Mausoleum was kind of on the outs. Things had happened where we were going to take a East Coast tour. The singer didn't want to go, blah, blah, blah. And uh, the drummer moved. He was from Mechanicsburg. So we, his parents said, hey, you guys want to come down here and, you know, we'll put you up for a little while till you get on your feet. And so that was a really cool of them. And we did that. And, you know, I think we were out of there in a month, five weeks. Uh, yeah, like a that. couple we were months. They hooked us up. We got an apartment, you know, and. Yeah. That's an interesting story, but we can well, leave we that can for another day. We can keep going on that. That's awesome. Yeah. I've yeah. heard some stories, I think. Yeah, it I'm was sure. crazy. There was a, what was it, 1990 New Year's Eve party? Was it 90? It could have been. We moved down 90? here in the fall of 88. Oh, then it had to have been the beginning of 89. Then. Well, we were we were working at the factory. Right, but, right. Yeah. We had yeah. that place on, over there on Trindle. Trindle, yeah. Yeah. The, the dentist office now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's my dentist. Actually. Well, we had neighbors downstairs, <laughs> which you know we didn't really ever communicate with yeah. or whatever. But we had a New Year's Eve party. It was slammed, and we had oh two or three inches of booze after midnight oh, it was on the horrible. floor. That guy must have got flooded out. It was horrible. Big ass bottles of champagne blowing everywhere. Oh my god! It was it was a high. It was it was a great party, and then after that, we had moved a friend in that had what a. 10 or 11 foot <laughs> yeah. python and a bunch of lizards and a lady out front that one day. Whose lizard is this? Where's the lizard out here? Well, shortly after that, we got evicted. <laughs> kind of went our different ways for a little while. I went down to Reading and I didn't move down there, but I played with a band Craze down there. They were looking for a bass player. And I guess Mausoleum got back together for a little bit. A little bit, there. yeah. Yep, we played down here. Yeah. And then uh, that all, both of those fell apart. And Pat and I just kept jamming together on little projects here and there and getting things going. And 
met a lot of people and then we moved into what splat world yeah i, I was actually living caddy corner where yeah, chuck was right we now wrote, we wrote a bunch right of songs there. there yeah we sure did there was a woman's parents house or grandparents house it was or yeah it was my girlfriend's grandparents house yeah, we and we lived attic. on the bottom i mean the top and there was an attic up there and by the way there was an old victrola up there and there was yeah. a and there was a record on there it was called mourner's bench and knock need sally knock sitting, need on the sally sitting on the mourner's bench that's right man mm. that was one of splat's tunes was mourner's bench which you know you can get into that a little later that was that was a different knock yeah, yeah. On the bench, but uh yeah yeah but so, yeah so was, who when when splat got together who was all in splat what well, started out it was me and pat and well you i think you started out and then i came along later. I think, I think, yeah, actually, it was Todd and I. Todd knew because he lived right down the street. You know, oh, he lived with well, for me. Or or with Herper, yeah, right, you know? right, right. So, but it was more or less like, "Hey, Todd, let's start a band." Okay, Kip, like, we got a band going here. Right. Let's get going. We went down to Brickers. Yeah, Mike and, Bricker. and and uh, Todd knew Mick, Mike. Right. So yeah, because they had a band going on, but it wasn't right. it wasn't quite doing anything. Happening. And yeah. then we took their drummer Louie, which everybody knows Louie. Yeah. He, he started out in there. Yep. but it was getting real heavy and hard and crazy and we ended up needing to get space yeah yep. so space moved Saucy. into the band yep. you know because we knew i'd known space i'd played with him a few times prior to splat just jamming mm -hmm. nothing nothing serious and then wow you're trying to remember all this stuff well <laughs> a lot of these people we met through our gretchen strange days because yeah. we used to play with yeah. uh, mike noel and uh, jerry, jerry simpson. simpson and we had a band called gretchen strange i love find that a singer i love that band actually yeah we could never find a singer so it was short-lived but that was a good band yeah, it was fun right. it was a lot of i that. think they kicked us out they may have <laughs> Yeah, well, you know, whatever. Whatever. <laughs> but do you ever remember a time not playing? Well, to, see, to you got to understand one thing about me and Pat is we'd like to see who can drink the most <laughs> yeah, and not pass out and not go to sleep and not any of that. It's like we drank one weekend. What was that? Like 36 hours, 42 oh, hours don't, straight. Don't, that was a long time ago. There was a lot of gigs in there, too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we played a couple there, shows. There but we're growing up now. So and, and, that's and, a long And that was control. just straight drinking. I mean, that was no added amphetamine. That was just booze. Jaeger bombs. But I mean, you know, I could have known why we got kicked out of Gretchen's Strange. Well, maybe, really whatever. Whatever. But, Those were you know, days. so then, yeah, we got space coming down there to E-Town. We were playing at Bricker's house. And, you know, and it uh, we, we did a demo with them. We did... Yeah, we did. Demo. We went up oh, we demo. did. Yes, that's right. Yeah. Cassette. Yep. Yep. Yeah, we walked away with, and that had like four songs: Green Machine, Ritual, Master yep. Libation. Was that on now? It was probably still there. Yeah, that was, there was there. Four songs on that. Yeah, that was one of our very first ones with Green Machine and Ritual. Yeah. And finally, we made it into what we thought was a real studio. Was Kenny Metcalf's studio yeah. with yeah. Uh, with Steve Hunt? you know as an engineer as yeah, well quality yeah. guys and by then bricker had been gone we yeah. got uh, uh bob free was on guitar yeah, yep. still space on drums todd yep. leonzo singing yep. and we did again another five songs four we songs. did four songs and we did it in four hours and steve hunt still brags about that yeah it was a lot of musicians that come to his, yeah. his show you yeah. know come to his studio he played the form and says look these guys did this in like four hours well back, back then back then we practiced what like Three nights a week. Well, we did three or four we, yeah. nights a week. 
Yeah, I mean, it was like constant rehearsal for nothing. You know, we didn't yeah. have any shows. I mean, the Playground Lounge, well, maybe Metron. I, I loved mean, it when it, uh, we, we was that place in uh, Middletown. Uh, oh, the lamppost. The lamppost was yeah. great. Yeah. That base place was awesome. Yeah. But now that you're talking about shows, and when we finally did start doing shows with Splat, we were kind of rock stars on a Nola, you might as well say. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know? We knew a lot of people. Yeah. I would say rock stars. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, those were good times. They were quality bands happening at that time. Oh, there I were thought, a lot of good bands. I thought there. a lot. All of them are still my favorite. Even had today. Jeff Rittenhouse bring the shit yeah, in. Yeah, that's right. Remember, they were pissed back back in because the day. we took all the bottles off that's the upstairs right. bar. That's right. Yeah, he knew how to fucking crank it but up. But those were the days when the music was really happening. Those were the slimy days, kind of, because <laughs> you would have a show and you'd put your poster up on a telephone pole and another band had a show and they'd put their poster over yours. Yeah, <laughs> those, you know, it's back in those days. Yeah, which, those which was cell great. Phones and because the, the web was hardly anything. But the competition was there and that yeah. was a lot of fun, you know. And well, it's, it was also fun making the flyers and, yeah. and, and promoting yeah. yourself yep. on the streets, you know, instead mm -hmm. of just clicking a bunch of shit Absolutely. and putting pictures up and sending it down the line. Is This was actually going somewhere, having things made going out with staple guns or tape or whatever you had and put plastering all over town or near the bar you were playing or the bars or whatever you were doing. And Absolutely. It was a lot more fun that way. You know? Okay. So going back to the lamppost days and doing with uh, Splat, uh, another band that comes to mind was Trouble Walking. Yeah. Those yeah. guys played there a lot. That was Jerry Simpson. Well, they were one of those bands that were in our area. We, like I said, we there was a lot of great musicians you know and it was other bit uh insane they were yeah, they, they were, were really fabulous yeah, bunch really of big good. guys up there building it up rah, 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 rah. they were freaking awesome though you know yeah and other bands who hide your daughters was still going on you know and we still had harpo which yeah. was from up more up our area in lock haven Williamsport, and we love harpo they're we're great you know friends with those yeah, guys. At that time, hybrid ice Safani even was still Richard going you know yeah Stuff yeah. like that. You one, know. Of, one of the things that we dealt Dirty with. Looks. Yeah, yeah, one of the one of the things we dealt with was this. Uh, we can't come out and see you. Why? Because we're always busy. We got a five week rotation. We're playing the playground. We're playing the lamppost. We're playing the old wheel. We're playing Crab Shack. We're playing these places like the the tourist inn. We're, we're playing all these places every five weeks that we can have an opportunity to go out and actually see other bands. But when we had an opportunity to go out and see other bands, what what band did you go out to see? Oh my God! I don't well, know. We yelled Slayer at all of them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, of course, you know, you know, nationals that would come to town because the Metron was still there back in the day. So right. we'd get some nationals that were kind of on their end of the career, but it was exciting for us in Harrisburg. You know, you see Tesla, even Iron Maiden was it? You know. Yeah. You know, we remember Hammerjacks. We'd go to Baltimore for Hammer. Oh, I miss Hammerjacks. Yeah. That was so fun. Other places too, you know. Kip, didn't you have a meet and greet with uh, a certain bodyguard at uh, Metron? What? Brent Michaels? <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. I think that's something we need to keep under wraps. <laughs> I, yeah, I don't know what that is either. I never met Brett. Sorry. Maybe you're thinking of some other hoodlum. <laughs> <laughs> it's possible. No, the thing though it was like Mausoleum, it was like Iron Maiden Metallica, you know, that that vibe. It was that heavy, crazy you Absolutely. Know, and, that and then Splat blah, blah, blah. took it to a whole nother level of vulgarity and just crazy 
uh, complicated riffs that piled on top of each other and, and, and but it all flowed and it was you know space back there just holding it all together i mean it was some really really intense music that we used to do you know for a long time and and you know I, lo- I love that stuff. You know, I'm not as mad as I was. You know, <laughs> not that, as angry as I yeah, used to be. Nowhere near sure. that angry level that it was back then. But, you know, so that leads us to what we were doing today, you know, with Leadfoot. It's like, you know, a lot of this 80s music that, you know, back then we'd be like, poison. You know? But now, I, I, after I've learned pretty much their whole catalog, I'm, I respect the guys. I think that, you Absolutely. know, they wrote quality Absolutely. music. And there's a lot of them that we didn't really think much of back in the day. But, you know, that was just because we were diehard metalheads and that was glam rock and we didn't really like the two you know but now back now that i'm playing all that music from the 80s that we shunned i i, I enjoy the hell out of do you, it do you I, think I say very talented musicians and and the point of you know getting the dance floor getting the women you know it was like you know we played with splat and mausoleum it was a toolbox oh yeah you know? a toolbox, i mean there were some diehard chicks there <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. for sure but you know it was a bunch of dudes slamming into each other all night you know it was a great time but you know now being aged as we are you know it's nice to see the ladies out dancing and you know it just it's a whole different vibe but yet it's still fun as it was back when we were smashing heads you know it just and we still carry that kind of intensity on stage oh yeah yeah. that's why i keep playing with this guy you know it's like you know you have to when when it clicks and it works you just keep it going you know as best you can anyway who's your lead singer for For when for splat oh that was todd leonzo yeah todd leonzo yeah, he, he moved to Florida or something. Well, yeah, I haven't talked to him in years. Suave, but. mate. Suave, a.k.a. Suave. He made the band. That yeah. guy. Well, it's because of the shampoo. He's that suave. <laughs> that That's why we call him Suave. <laughs> but I'll tell you what, that guy. Yeah, he had You it. know, if you can hear some of the tracks, uh, he oh, yeah. he had it, man. He really he did. Intense. You he know, could he, scream he was great. like yeah. you just can't imagine. He was great. And then on stage, he was a madman. Yeah, his hair flying everywhere. I mean, he was just. Intent. He, he was also, younger than us. Yeah, and he, was, <laughs> he only weighed like ninety pounds, soaking wet. I mean, but he was taller than me. Well, most people are, but you know, it was yeah, yeah. Again, you know, we had space in the band. You know, things were clicking. You know, it was just it was good times. You know, there was there was a time that space left. He went to L.A. or somewhere. I don't know where. Oh, not that. <laughs> but uh, you know, so we had Dave Alder played with us for a little while. The Muzz. He was in Mausoleum too. Yes, I just yes. don't want to leave him out. I mean, he was absolutely buzz. And Jay, and Jay also and Jay, sat in yeah, there a few Jay times back Muslim. when we were in Lock Haven. Right. You know, well, it was Jay and Muzzy's parents that offered us to come down. Yes, there, so yes. That, you know, you gotta. And we love them very much oh, and have much yeah. respect for them. Yes. Yeah, sorry about Jerry, but you know, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was some, sometimes some crazy times back when we were in Mausoleum. You got to know Lock Haven. <laughs> It's a small town. We had a, in the middle a of nowhere, school bus. Kind of. Between Williamsport and State College. Yeah, it's between Williamsport and State College. But we had a big black school bus with a big white skull with horns painted on it. <laughs> and we'd load up our equipment and drive through town proud as hell. Yeah, yeah. Well, that bus was awesome. It was. It was really cool. Anybody else from uh, Lock Haven that uh, was musician-wise that, that, that came down to Harrisburg as well. Uh, our one lead guitar player and I tried to keep Moss Liam going, and we played uh, Dave Alder, aka the Muzz, was still our drummer, and he came down. We recruited some guys from the Harrisburg area or around here, mm-hmm. and we, you know, we kept it going for about three, four months, and we did some shows, you know, in E Town, like E Town Legion. We played yeah. once, you know, and stuff like that. that. But 
you know, and he was a talented, the guy that came from Lock Haven, Jim Mann, yeah. very talented. Oh, yeah. That guy talent. has talent coming out from everywhere. He's a strange one. He's, got, he's but, out there. But he that this guy just seems to know everything about everything. You know, he just he just got that. You know, but yeah. Promoting your band then compared to promoting your band now. Did you do more face to face then than you did now? Oh, absolutely. Like when we were talking about, you know, putting posters on telephone poles and shit like that. You flyers know? on cars. Yeah, and, yeah you, know. you would go through a parking lot, like at a bar, you know, like say ladies' night at the playground. We get down there and put our flyers on everybody's freaking windshield, you know, which a lot of the bands used to do that, you know, back then. Right. You know, it was fun, though, just doing that. You yeah, know? getting together, you know, yeah. scrounging your cash to make yeah. copies. Yeah. Hey, we're working here. Yeah. You know, <laughs> come yeah. on. Got to get some beer together to go do it. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. There's always a. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I miss it. I miss it. We were. We were oh, young. Remember, remember in Splat, we used to go uh, WTPA down yeah. there in Trindle, and we ended up doing a couple of benefits. We knocked on the door, we'd have a box of donuts. Yeah. <laughs> we'd like, go, go, go. Right hey, we got donuts, you know, to promote our gig. But that was when the coffee and the jammer and Jen yeah, Shane yeah, was yeah, in yeah. there. But yeah, that was that was that was a lot of fun. We got to get on the air a little bit and talk about what we had coming up. It was mostly humane society things, I think. Yeah, stuff like that. You know, but they but, let us in. Man. Yeah, they it let was, us in. That was fun. Who does I mean, that anymore? You know. I mean, I remember the guys <laughs> we were building pallets down there in Dillsburg, and them guys. We are going to radio. We'd be like rock star. Yeah, go, go knock on the door at a radio station now. You're not getting anywhere near the room. Yeah, but uh, you know, it, it was definitely a different time, and you had to do what you had to do to try to. Get your name out there, you know. Yeah. You you did have to work for it big time. It's definitely not the 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 same as it was before. I mean, when ninety three five and Starview ninety two seven was not a ESPN, they were actually a rock and roll station, a sure. classic rock station. Yeah. They had promoters, and not only did they have promoters, but they had businessmen within the radio station that helped bands, local bands. Yep. actually get shows they reached out now they did yeah. uh again, again they didn't have to open the door for us to let us in to talk about what we had coming up but we had donuts yeah but, it didn't <laughs> have, but they also liked the fact that we came down there and, no doubt, and, and yeah. approached them Absolutely. you know and they, and they yeah. didn't mind because it was a benefit it wasn't like we were trying to promote just a single show that we were doing and come see us it was about we're trying to you know raise money for something and that's how we got around a lot of Things like, you know, how do you get on the radio? Well, you know, if you promote a benefit, plus, how can you go wrong? Giving money to help stuff, you know, sure. why not? I mean, we didn't really make any money. And if we did, it went back to. Oh, well, the band, back in the day, we used to save our money. Well, we got to save all our band money for our recording. Yeah, we did have to do that. <laughs> Nowadays, it's like, I better get a hundred freaking bucks for this freaking show. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Better. <laughs> so within the realm of you guys time wise how many years has it been i don't know how old are you <laughs> uh it has been i would say 35 years maybe even yeah, more maybe 37 just playing just, yeah, yeah just us being out, friends, friends when my parents dropped me yeah. off at his house and we dropped the needle on the old yeah yeah i mean i've been playing guitar and I'm embarrassed to say this because I should be really good for as long as I've been playing guitar. <laughs> <laughs> but I've, I've had a guitar in my hands since second grade because my uncle's played. My mother 
you know, when she grew up, she played piano for like 10 years. So one year, my dad bought her a guitar for Christmas. She was picking and grinning in like two hours. Right. You know, so she taught me a lot. My uncles taught me a lot. And then friends around town taught me lots, you know. That's right. why I'm still doing it because I love it. It's fun. Like you say, you know, your parents played. It was just really yeah. odd. That my parents, neither of them really play at all. I mean, they a little bit of piano. My dad would just monkey around more. But, uh, yeah, there was never any, like, they just knew that pushing music onto children was a good idea because it does help you organize things in your head and get things together. And music is great for kids. And that, you yeah. know, and that's why they pushed me to do it, you know. And it was like, so my brother's well. got a doctorate. Yeah, I was going to say about your you know, brother, yeah. Both my sisters play, you know. And, it, yeah, so it was, it was not, I'm glad that they pushed. And I'm glad that you had the experience that you had, you know, because, yeah. I mean, music makes the world go round, Absolutely. right? Absolutely. And with that said, we're going to take a break, and in the break, we're going to come back, and we're going to talk to the guys about not only what we're doing today a little bit, but about stuff that's going on in the future and how things have progressed since Splat Days. So is this time to pee? This is time to pee. <laughs> that's how we always start out well let me tell you something because you know and, and, well let me tell you something you know you bring me and this guy in there let me tell you talk, you want to talk about how we really what, what it how it really how it is how is it we like to drink together we argue that's like, true i mean it's just it's the best thing in the world i what? mean if you have a drinking buddy like i have i can't stand him and his and what he <laughs> thinks about and the way we communicate we fight constantly, Listen. but I love them to death, and we, we always have a good time, no matter how it is, you know? On the way home, but, I have to hear you two, like you're a married couple, <laughs> driving, one's driving, one's sitting there thinking he's driving, and they both they get it. We, we, I'm glad you brought that up. We all know the term brother. Yeah. We are brothers. Yeah, pretty much. This guy has been my best friend. Whether I'm his best friend or not is another story. But this guy's been my best friend for 35 <laughs> plus years. I mean, how many of you guys out there or anyone has that? Well, when I you asked know, you to so. be on, it, it wasn't because of, of Leadfoot. Because Leadfoot is just where we are today. But everybody knows you guys out as Leadfoot. But nobody knows. Oh, if I had a nickel for every time I was called Pat. Well, yeah. <laughs> you know, there is. Or, or you, know, you know what else? If I had a nickel for every time you were called Tony's brother. <laughs> Who? <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't know. Tony. Tony's um Setter Setter. What's this Tony's last name from Back in Black? Oh the Seller. Seller. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh you. Yeah. Not oh, me. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> I mean, I'm not even a midget version of that. I mean, no, not just... Tony, but his brother. Oh, oh gotcha, okay. gotcha. Yeah, 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 yeah. I can almost see that. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> see, this is what happened. You're about the same height, and you know what I mean? Both play guitar, bass, but my thing is, as a promoter, when I went out to, to, to promote you guys and the bar guy goes, what do you have to offer me? I said, listen, you won't have to worry about anything because my band will out drink the crowd all night long. <laughs> oh, come well, on it's, really, it, it's more about that Pat and I really enjoy as much as we argue with each other about things and we don't see things eye to eye at all on a lot of you know political aspects and things like that, but you know, we do love each other and we absolutely. have a blast together drinking true <laughs> absolutely but, but i honestly can say, i can honestly say this too and this is just my observation i've been with you guys for nine years and i've known you for a lot longer than that but my thing is is 
You can't have one without the other. I don't see. Well, I don't think the band we're in now. I mean, this is going on 18 years. Leadfoot's been on the road. 2003 or four, somewhere in there. Again, we drink a lot, so we don't. Oh, okay, come on. We, we're not. We're not that bad. We're not alcoholics. Not as we bad just, as that. We just no. enjoy life. But. <laughs> so okay, so go back to the beginning. So what, what's the lineup from 2003? Oh, well, well it Dave started Williams. out. Wait, actually, it started out with Kip, Dave Williams, and Johnson. Rich, Rich. Johnson, yeah, Rich Johnson. Because yeah, I, I, I had taken some time off of playing after Splat, and you know, I met my wife and raised my daughter, and we were doing cheerleading, all the blah blah blah. And then uh, the wife and I were out the wings at the um, downtown there, Mechanicsburg, G-Man. They used to have the best wings. They may still. I just don't haven't been out. And, um, you know, so then I ran into Rich Johnson. He's like, hey, I'm, I knew Rich from back in the day. And Rich is like, hey, I'm jamming with this drummer, Dave Williams, and we really need a bass player. We're not doing anything with it. We're just jamming. And I'm like, well, that sounds like something I'd be into because I did miss playing. I, I wanted to get back into it. So, you know, I went down and jammed with those guys, and things started progressing. and you know, it just it kept moving forward and kept moving forward. Now, you know, we ended up bringing another guitar player in, Matt Moomaw, and, you know, and we actually did a show with... Oh, the fucking Fight House. Yeah, yeah, with, <laughs> with Dave Williams, and we had Slayer, Slayer sang, yeah. and yeah, it was crazy, man. It was, a, it was a really wild show, and, uh, you know, but after that, I got that taste. I wanted to play live again. I had to play live again, you know, so then it just started pushing that way, and you know, Dave was into it. Rich at that time really didn't feel like doing what we were talking about doing. So we'd moved along and, um, you know, I'm like, well, I got another friend of mine, Pat, of course, brought him in. We had Joel DePietro. Yeah. You know, he came in and he was singing because he was in a band called Cheese and we were just looking to get out and start playing. And it's like, well, Cheese broke up. We thought, well, if we bring Joel in, we'll just play the Cheese songs and then there you can have Cheese another slice or something. You know, and it started out that way, and we started doing all that. You know, Jenny, Jenny, and yeah. oh man, Duran Duran, like that. with the heavy, with that, with a little bit of a heavy edge yeah, to it, yeah, you know. Right. But it was fun. Yeah, we definitely you know, were playing yeah. our way, you know. And and Joel did a good job singing, and then, you know, it just as things go on, it just didn't, you know. But we brought Burger in, or did we get Tommy? Actually, I stepped out for a little bit. Oh, that's right, you did. Yeah. You know, and then. uh things changed and you know we still kept talking you know and uh we decided you know something needed to change so uh you know they did bring burger in and kip's yeah, like right. well we, we we need a little more you know we want the band to sound fuller let's bring pat in i'm like yeah i'm in i'm in you know i'm in you know so and we were still doing a lot of that yeah we were doing the same a, a thing. Wide variety yeah of variety songs but you know, some but other yeah. things sort of come to fruitation, you know, because, you know, Burger's a, you know, he's an 80s Randy Rhodes guy, you know, he was all the into that. But, the better. But he was you sticking know? into the, you know, he was sticking with the program, you know, you know, just to get a band going. So we were doing well, I remember he actually things, did enjoy you know? playing a lot of the, what we were making him yeah. play because it wasn't something that he had just, you know, it wasn't Van Halen, it wasn't Ozzy, it was, you know, Jenny Jenny. Yes. Yeah. You know, <laughs> a lot of different things that, you know, and, and, and that was cool. And we got uh, Tom K. All. Um, oh, Randy, Randy Klein. Oh, Randy came in and said, Yeah, Randy came Randy, in and right, got a hand over down there. Yeah, yep. he, he'd seen we were looking and he came down and jammed with us for a little bit. And, you know, and, like, again, yeah, as things go on, you just, you know, you you start to find what works and what doesn't. And we got Tommy in there and we played some shows. <laughs> we started playing Glyphies. I think we played Glyphies like 
once we, a month on a Wednesday well, that's, night. That's or? when. Well, yeah, Tommy may have come in there, but we were like a little bit of for a while, a little bit of a house fan there at Clifty's, which yeah. was fun. Yeah, you know, it was fun. <laughs> you know, it's you like know, you got yeah, done you by midnight. Down here play every Wednesday night. Yeah. We don't care. Yeah. I mean, we didn't make a ton of money on it. And remember, Dave was always, and here's your nickel. You know, yeah. got, got down to the dime. You know, he was something. But uh, you know, so then it, as it kept going, you know, and. And, and Tommy didn't really work out so much. And then we, we brought in uh, Jerry Martin. Jerry Martin. Jerry, who really actually Jerry, got the Jerry. band yeah. in a moving direction where we actually started playing. We were driving. We were places. playing. Yeah. yeah. We were getting out of yeah. town. Yeah. We were, you know, we were Milton. We were up in, you know, up at the bowling alley up there. <laughs> yeah. Pine Grove. Pine Grove. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. And, 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 but it started. And we did that yeah. for like, oh, it might have been two years yeah. with Jerry. Yeah. I mean, yeah. maybe even three. It was it was a good run, you know, but Jerry always wanted to do kind of his thing. He kept saying to us, Hey, if you could find someone else, I wouldn't, you know, wouldn't, you know, wouldn't bother me. You know, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but, you know so, and it's we from New York, you know, yeah. <laughs> I, I tried to do I'm not from New York. I just tried. <laughs> good thing we didn't go to Boston. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. So then, uh, you know, uh, let's see, Jerry, Oh, and, and we were playing down there in Columbia, some little dive bar. And oh, yeah. That's when James, yeah, that's JT, when James, yeah. Yeah, he used to come out, and he loved yeah, our show. He and did. He'd actually help at the end of the night, roadie out and all this. He was awesome. So we asked him one time, like, hey, you know, you, you know, because I knew he'd been, he was playing with other bands. At the time. Yeah, he's quality, no doubt. Yeah, and we said, hey, did you want to come down and, you know, do a show with us? And he's like, sure, you know, and he came, or, you know, he tried out or whatever, and everything worked out good. And we had James for quite a while. And at that time, you know, once Jerry left, Dave Williams was kind of on the bubble a little bit. You know, he had things going on with his life. And so then we ended up bringing Space in. Yep. You know, and we we played with Space. Space came down. and For a long time. Yeah. You know, quite a while. Well, we've been playing Space forever, you know. You know, so, so that was the lineup. It was JT, Space, Pat, me, and Shane. And, you know, and then we, oh, I just, that was crazy, too, going all the way up to Coldport. <laughs> Oh my God! Baltimore. I mean, we were playing all over. But we opened Quiet Riot. We opened for that was one of the last shows. We opened for uh, Quiet Riot. The, freaking right before DeBrow died. Uh, he died like six months later. Great White. Yeah, Great that White, was yeah. yeah. DeBrow died oh, Skid Row. Like, what's after? We did a lot of shows with bands like that. Uh, you know, and you know, so then down yes. the road, you know, Space. He he wanted to get heavier and heavier, and we were thinking about going the other way and things, and so we ended up getting Tony. He came in on drums. And oh, but well, no, because we'd gotten rid of JT and we got Anthony. JT was having those health issues. Yeah, yeah, because we had Vic Sin from Hair Force One yeah, did some shows. He, yeah. he would come in and do shows with us, you know, which was awesome. He'd come all the way from Altoona to play Tubbies on a bike night. You know, <laughs> yeah. it's like awesome. We even know? played uh, the Ye Old Ale House up there. Yeah, Remember? we did. Ye Old Ale House. Yeah, yeah. On the, on I miss that Hill. place actually. Yeah. It's a great place. Yeah, that was oh crazy. Gosh. Yeah, I forgot about that one. Yeah, Vic was awesome. He had the ultimate '80s voice, yeah. without a doubt. Yeah, they're still playing. They're they're back yeah. together. Hair Force. He just yeah. messaged me the other day. He wants to get in the area. So oh, sweet! You get a chance to check those guys out. Hair Force One. They're yeah. they're amazing. They're yeah. great players. Great singer. He no, nails no, that no. '80s stuff almost as good as Ross. Well, maybe as good as Ross. Maybe uh, he's better. Well, than you know. Well, it all depends. <laughs> we do different. Th we do different things. Yeah, for sure. For sure. But you know, and we and then it was moving on, and we and I'd put some ads out on some weird 
you know, looking for musicians thing. And we ran across Anthony Cross, yeah, singer up there. You know, he's like on the New York border above Scranton. I mean, way out there. And he's like, I'll come down. We're like, oh, really? You know, <laughs> four so, hours away. Yeah, four, four, four and a half, whatever it was. <laughs> he was a trooper. Yeah, he was. He played with us for like almost four years. Yeah. You know? Yeah, but uh, yeah, he but his first gig because he wanted to get back into it too, right? Our and he first liked gig what we were with doing. him was at Fat Daddy's, yep. And he was belting it out as hard as he could. And he's a really good singer, but he was belting it out as hard as he could, but he hasn't done it in a while. Uh-huh. And he almost he more well, or less passed out on stage, like the second to last song of the night, he just down he went. We didn't yeah. know, we know he's dead, we didn't know what he wiped out half his face. Is good, we're like, oh my god. Well, you know, tell everybody how big he is, too. He's not a small guy. No, well, he is a big guy, guy, but, you I mean, know, yeah. to sing is a special talent, without a doubt. And, and be, it, you know, it takes so much energy to do what you got to do up there. And know? we had brought him down for, like, a tryout, and we liked it. And we put sets together, and we really didn't rehearse with the guy because it was four hours for him to come down for rehearsals. So it was like, you learn your part. We kept rehearsing. We yeah, kept, actually, man, we were probably doing, rehearsed every week, of At course. least twice yeah, a week, I think, yeah. at that point. We were yeah. still rehearsing like crazy. And, uh, you know, so, yeah, he wasn't conditioned. And, 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 and you know, love Jake down there. At Fat Daddy's with those old school lights. I mean, it gets hot. Yeah, yeah. Hot. I love it hot. Yeah, hot. for sure. Those LEDs can go to hell. But, uh, you know, yeah. And then uh, then Anthony was like, all right, I've done four years with you guys. I got I can't keep driving six and a half hours for a gig on a Friday night. You know, we got it. We understood. You know, so we were looking and. You know, uh, what's his name? Keith Hummel. Keith Hummel. Yes, we were playing Love in, you, in Liverpool. We were, yeah, we do love Keith. He was a great guy. We were playing in Liverpool. Yeah, Sorbs. Sorbs. Yep. Sorbies. Oh, I love Sorby too. I miss Sorby. Yeah, he's down Alabama. Yeah, right? yeah, I know. Yeah, I just friend right? him on Facebook. Yeah. But uh, he's like, well, we were playing at Sorbs Club, and you know, Keith was running sound, and you know, I think Jerry was still in the band. And he's like, you know, it was probably Jerry. And, and was Keith a long came up and said, you know who you guys need in your band? Russ Weichel. And we're like, okay, who the hell's Russ Weichel? Blah, blah, blah. And, it, you know, months pass, years well, pass. I tried to get a hold of the and, guy. And, and, I, and still Keith mentioned it again. Yeah. You need this guy, Russ freaking Weichel. Yeah. So it came to the point when Anthony was at the end of it. Yeah. It's like, well, fuck, we want to keep going. You know, we need a singer. So remember, Keith mentioned this freaking uh, Russ Weichel guy. Yeah. So Shane finds this Russ Weichel guy, and we bring him down. Yeah. And this guy, we're like, oh my god! <laughs> How about when he first walked in practice that day? Such a fruitcake. <laughs> Always a fruitcake. Still to this day, the fruitcake. But... Yeah, he, he he you know he wouldn't look any of us in the eyes, stare at the ceiling, yeah, you know, was, all the shovel kind of wearing a dorky ass hat. I remember, I'm like, what the hell is with this? But hat? that freaking guy could sing. Oh, he nailed it. I was gonna say you just you just described him like he was last Sunday. I know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he has a change. He's gotten older. He's gotten thinner. He's gotten fatter. He gets thinner and fatter. Well, him and but, his him and his buddy Dan came down for the first rehearsal. Brother-in-law. You know, brother-in-law, yes, Dan. We we love Dan too, uh, but. You know, they were on their way home, and Russ always tells me this story. You know, he says, Russ was a little intimidated at first, you know, because he checked us out to come down, you know, and it, and that when he left practice, and we did, you know, we gave him up like five, six songs of do, do these, you know. But he left with Dan. He was on his way home talking with Dan. He said, those guys are good. 
And, you know, because Russ had other projects going on, you know, yeah, so yeah. he didn't, he was kind of on the divide. Well, he had I done leave? a thing with Juiced. He was Russ. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, he had been a touring singer for yeah, a long time, was, you know, and it was, phenomenal. you know, in the cover band, party band world or whatever. And it was like to get back to the roots of just playing 80s metal. You know, he, he loved it. He, he, it was, again, it was, a, um, it, 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 it's just the best fit. I mean, Pat and I, we click, but we click also with Russ and, and it just, it just all comes together. Russ is a hard guy to deal with, you know, as far on a personal level, cause he is a fruitcake. Most of the best oh. ones are, <laughs> you know, but you know, he also, no give you, these singers out there. Yeah, but he will give you his shirt off his back too. I mean, he's yes, a great he guy, yes, you know, and it just, it all just kind of fell into place with all this and, you know, and, and unfortunately down the road, you know, Shane Berger, He's got his demons and, and they were catching up with him and he had to move on. And we got, you know, so we were looking for a guitar player and that's when we brought Bernie in. It was yeah, a friend Bernie. of Russ's, you know, mm -hmm. and the band at that point, again, every time we made a change, we tried to do the strengths of the singer because we could play, you know, you can play pretty much anything the way you play it. You know, you, you, you learn it, you play it. But singers, you got to be able to do what they do, you know, and, and, and all of a sudden in Russ is like, well, you know, the sky's the limit, you know, I mean, there's not much that guy can't cover, you know, and, uh, you yeah. know, so we brought Bernie yeah. in and we, we, we really kind of got heavy for a while, you know, which we, was fun. It was so much fun. <laughs> what you know, it I, was I, fun. Well, my I, first I mean, show, I do miss playing Ride the Lightning and some of those. My, I mean, first, my first show after we got done doing the new set list, I'm out in the crowd and I have the women because we have 80% women come out to see Led Play. Praise the Lord. And... I get I get surrounded and they're all looking at me like going, "Where's our '80s music?" I said, "It is '80s music." She said, "We can't dance to this." <laughs> no, no, but it was a lot of fun and it, and we again we got pretty heavy and but we were having fun with it and Bernie was phenomenal. What Not to mention guy. Bernie looks exactly like Dave Grohl. Which now he does. Now he does. I said to Bernie, I said Bernie, yeah. Yeah, the first should. thing you need to do is grow that hair. You yeah. need to grow that hair. Oh, and he did, and he did, and you know, and, and again he. He would drive. He lives out near Allentown, and it's like you know, he, another guy that just would make the trip to do it. You know, which yeah. blows my. I mean, I've done it. You know, I play with some other bands where I've had to travel a little bit, but you know, it's still it's like on a consecutive like every weekend. Oh, and, and he's married with young kids. Yeah, he yeah. would tell me, Pat, I stop like uh, hour and a half, hour forty five minutes on my way home, and I'll pull off the road and I have to sleep. Yeah, he like, was oh, the guy man, that he would he would he would do a show cool. on Friday and yeah. then run a marathon on Saturday morning. Absolutely, yeah, 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 yeah he's, he's a unique individual, yeah. that's for sure. But you know, he would always he yeah. would drive to the jam where we meet here in Camp Hill. He'd drive yeah. to the jam room and then he'd pile in the van with us and go. And 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 that's the way it was for a long time. We'd all ride in a van, pull a trailer. I mean, we. Oh, those Bur stories. Burning his flying bee, and he never had a case. Never. He just carried the flying bee yep, over his shoulder. Yep. He was the best. It was even in a fire at one time. <laughs> yeah. Well, yep, it was. It, 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 but it, it was a Gibson, man. The, I don't blame him. It survived know. the house fire. But yeah, he'd ride in a van, and we'd get in a van after a gig. He'd sleep all the way to the jam room, and then he'd drive from there home, which was another three hours or two. And a half. It was just insane. But yeah, so then after Bernie, you know, he, he got to the point where he's just like, can't do it anymore which you know how can you we get it yeah. you know and it wasn't like we were making buku bucks I mean, oh yeah, yeah. Bucks hey, Bernie, you can, what do you mean you're gonna give up 500 bucks a gig yeah right yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, well you know you know so it is what it is and, <laughs> and uh you know so then after bernie we, we ended up uh 
You got Terry White came down. Terry White, oh, my favorite guitar player. player. He's so fucking good. Yeah, I met him through, I was yeah. doing a little stint with Dirt Cheap there, and yeah. we ended up using him one night. I said, hey, Terry, you want to play some 80s metal? He came down and worked out for a little while, but again, you know, difference of opinions of what should happen and blah, 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 and you move on. So we're looking again, and I hit up uh, Justin Parks down there in Hagerstown, known him and his dad for a while, for years of playing down there, and I know they had the Music Institute down there, and I thought, well, I'll hit Justin up, see if he knows any guitar players that want to do what we're doing. And he's like, well, what about me? And I'm like, you know, what about you? <laughs> yeah, certainly, sir. Come on down. And, and he, you know, we're talking on the phone. He's like, when I seen you guys the first time, I was, what, 15? He actually opened up for our band. We were playing uh, in uh, Jimmy Joy's. No, no, we oh, played that. at fucking Delmar. Oh, at the Del Mar, yeah, the yeah, Del Mar, yeah, 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 yeah. He was 16 years old and opened up for our band, Leadfoot, when Shane was still in the band. It was yeah. Shane, James, Space. and Space. Yeah, yep. you know, and he was like, like ripping, you know, his kids. He's just a kid. Yeah, yeah, he's a, he's a wonderful he's still player. Yeah, he's a great kid. So, what about the lineup right now? What do we have right now going on? And then you know, it was a uh, the, the problem with. Uh, yeah, here I go. Well, the lineup right now is yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's Mr. Tim Light, fabulous drummer. He's what my favorite. What I've always been blessed with playing with great drummers. I don't know how that happened, yeah, no but doubt. I've been blessed with playing with the greatest drummers. And Tim Light is one of my favorites. This guy is in the freaking pocket constantly. Well, he you plays keyboards, he plays guitar, he sings. Yeah. I mean, he's a total out musician, of that, big time. And he, and, but, he, and he holds a mohawk like nobody I see. Slow hawk, I don't this know. Kid, which is not a kid. Uh, he's a little, he's a little younger age. than me. Everyone's a kid to me. I'm old. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, but, but I love how he's in the pocket so much. You can't go wrong with this guy. Wow. He's always there. Yep. And then we have Sean. And he shows up to the gig. Oh, like absolutely. Oh, absolutely yeah. we're, we, we're a little late on the roll. <laughs> yeah. in, but, and, and Russ is, you know, two seconds before he should have been there. Yeah. You know, but. Uh, but Tim's always there way before appetizer. Absolutely. Yeah, so yeah, absolutely. that's never, never an issue. Now, as far as Sean, Sean, you mentioned Sean. He's, well, we picked up Sean because, you know, we, we need a guy. We need well, Justin couldn't continue to do it. That's and, right. And, we're, you yeah. know, and we were kind of in limbo there, and we had some shows coming up. Terry would come back and do some shows and help us out. But, you know, we were still looking and looking and looking. And I bumped into Sean one night, and he's like, you know, why did why, why'd you never ask me? And I just – the thing with Sean is it just seems like he's playing with everybody coming and going, so I was a little leery of it. But he has been the, one of the best – Guitar play. I mean, he covers his guitar parts phenomenally. Oh, he's trooper, man. And his backup vocals are great. I mean, it just really is yeah, a, a great fit. Really you know? nice guy, very man. professional. You know, he's, he's, there's no problem with Sean. There's no argument. Well, wait a minute. He's got a little of the rust, like showing up a little. Oh, a little, <laughs> a little bit, a little bit. But he's a little more dependable yeah, than Russ. Yeah, no doubt. <laughs> No doubt. Well, we couldn't help the one. He was he left North Carolina at nine in the morning and made it to the show. At eight, yeah, you know. He's yeah. still he's still the only guy that I know can show up at 102 Fever and play a show. Oh yeah, he, oh, he looked too. like he was dead over. And that, that was night. last year, December Christmas. And it probably had the COVID. Yeah, you know, more or less. You know, if if, knows, if there were know. qualifications for it, he yeah. would have had the COVID. Yeah. That's yeah, what I But with the lineup that you have now, with the things that are going on right now because of COVID, things are kind of slow. Big time. We, we're picking and choosing for the outside shows. We're doing what we can as far as that goes. But how do you guys stay limbo? How do you how do you maintain? Well, you know, we we keep up our chops. Kip and I and Russ get together 
you know, a couple times, you know, yeah, playing some a couple crazy, times a month, playing some other play stuff, some tunes, you, you know, know, different things that we're not accustomed stuff like to. That. Russ is playing some drums and singing, and I'm trying to do a little more singing, and Pat's playing some leads. He's been mainly a rhythm guitar his whole life. So, it's, you know, it's just kind of pushing us into trying different things, just something to do. I mean, you know, we don't we don't do it every day of the week. We don't do it twice a week. We do it maybe twice a month, you know, but it's, it's something to keep chops up and playing and make sure he's still alive. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Million dollar question. You miss it. Thanks totally. Bob. And we're looking forward to a gig that we still hope happens so very much to pay, play with one of the greatest bands that we oh. love. Now, not many people may know this, but dirty looks. Still what wants date? to do this darn gig. Yeah. <laughs> what date has that been rescheduled to? I can't remember now. It was August. Well, they did they want to do it in March, but they want to push it out a few more months. So. Yeah, they want to try to get it in before the end of summer yeah. somewhere. And it's going to probably be up north there by Sealands Grove area, yeah. somewhere up in there. That'll be a very big thrill for us. Though, That'll be awesome. You know, a lot of the old members are going to be there. You know, of course, Hendrick is gone. And, you know, that's tragedy. We miss him very much. But, for sure. You know, but it'll be something we can keep in our lead foot belt that means a lot to yeah. us you know i mean we've opened for a lot of a lot of national yeah. acts and stuff but this one would be a little extra special you very know. extra special you know very something that special. you know i'm glad we're we, we've been asked to do you know hopefully we'll still be on the ticket when it happens <laughs> yeah, you, know, I know. you know but you never know you know and with that we know that uh we love to have lead foot the whole band uh maybe not the whole band but maybe uh we'll 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 ask the unknown russ weichel to sit in <laughs> with us now if we can get a word in edgewise i was gonna say then there's really no reason for anybody to talk why you just interview him <laughs> but it, it'll be something to have the, unless the, he's staring at the ceiling the, yeah <laughs> unless we have him come in and we'll sit down and talk about how leadfoot's progressing and what we're going to do next in the next couple quarters and for the next year before that show we would love to have that interview before the next show so we can talk about the dirty look show when it's in concrete and whenever travis gets a hold of us to, to make that that yeah. happen yeah travis fisher he's the one that's trying to put it on you know jack and him talk a lot about doing this they want to do this so jack's been promoting the crap out of it on his facebook well, it's, it's very special for this area you know because if you grew up in this area I remember first seeing Dirty Looks. I, I was a bartender in Belfont, Pennsylvania. And that's like right down the road from State College. You know, we used to go to the Scorpion, which is a club in State College, was very happening, very much Metron-like. You know, and that's where I first was introduced to Dirty Looks. I was blown away. Yeah. Because I never really yeah. heard. I mean, it was kind of ACDC-ish, but it was new and it was good. If Pennsylvania had a hometown band besides Dirty Looks, it would have been Kicks. But between the, between the two of them, even though they're Dirty Looks is more from the area because of Henrik. Uh, you forgot about Poison. And Poison, yeah, Poison is what it is. But they, they're 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 hometown now. They consider themselves California. But as far as Brett goes, he's from Pennsylvania, and and uh, so is um. But you know, and, and when they come to town, it's it's a great time. But we we as musicians, we don't get a chance to open up for those big yeah, wigs. Well, of course not. Well, whatever. We but still appreciate it. We still appreciate that. We should we should also say we appreciate live music. Please go out and support live music Please. at any venue. 
we know that Club XL is going to open up when things open up. The yeah, TI, really. Fat Daddies, anywhere live music is, please support it. Doesn't matter the genre, but please, without you, there is no us. And at sure. that end, we would like to thank Pat and Kip Thanks. for joining the round table. Thanks, and uh, we look forward to talking to you guys. And again. the table actually is round. That's why I named <laughs> I it the surprised. round table. I was surprised. <laughs> I appreciate you guys. Love you guys. And we'll Thanks, talk to Chuck. you soon. Take care. Right, My name is Chuck. I'm with Triumph Entertainment, and it's been a pleasure.